0: All right, and we're going to be in Job, chapter two. Job chapter two. Amen. Thank, thank the Lord for my wife. She she uh, does so much. Amen. Uh, for the kids, and she she plays a big part with all the ministries and everything. Amen. That goes on in this church. Job chapter two. All right, Job chapter 2, and let's look in verse 7. The Bible says in Job chapter 2, verse 7, So, so, when, uh, so went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown, that means from head to toe, and he took him a posture to scrape himself with and he sat down among the ashes. Now, why would he do that? Uh, just to alleviate the pain. Um, there there was nothing to alleviate it but he, heat and, and scraping. That's why he sat down in the ashes. Now, the uh, Lord had allowed the devil to take away uh, Job's children, and that ought to be a lesson to us parents that the moment God lifts his hand of protection off, the first thing the devil goes after are the kids. So kid, parents, don't give up. Don't give up praying for your kids. Don't give up uh, being there for your kids and directing them in the right way. Pray for God's safety on them. Don't give in, even even though they're older. Stand in the gap for your kids. So went Satan forth, uh, and then the Bible says that God allowed the devil to take Job's health, but. He would, was to spare Job's life. And so Job sits in this, these ashes um, to help with the pain, and, and he starts scraping uh, his skin from head to toe. And uh, the Bible says in verse 9, Then said his wife unto him, Thus thou still retain thine integrity. Curse God and die. Now his wife, his wife wasn't, it wasn't that she was a, uh, ungodly wife or lost wife or uh, that she cursed God and die. Uh, but this this poor uh, wife just lost all of her children. And we got to understand and not just point a finger at her, but understand what she's going through. And she wasn't Job. She didn't know what was going on. She wasn't the one who uh, the Lord and, and Satan are um, talking about. Amen? But she was a part of it. She was Job's uh, wife, Amen, and they are one flesh, and uh, but unfortunately, listen, Job's wife went through it too with Job, and this is how she handled her case. Now, Job didn't lose his wife. Uh, Job didn't lose his house either. Uh, it was his children. It was the children's. Um, it was the uh, all the animals, which represented his wealth, um, and he was. Down to uh, him, his wife, and their their house. He didn't lose his house. And why he was sitting outside was be- because to alleviate the pain, and uh, because the devil took away his health also. But his wife says, "Thus thou still retain thine integrity." What is integrity? Integrity is that uh, entireness of yourself, uh, the the um, completeness of what makes up your Uh, Walk with the Lord, what makes up who you are, that inner strength. Amen. And that can only be tried and tested uh, when a trial comes. Job was known for being a strong man, not because he had riches, uh, but because we're reading about him today. Amen. And all that Job is has went through helps us. Right now, let's open a prayer. Father, thank you, Lord, for your word, and I pray, Lord, you'll help us all to uh, see on Job's account, um, Lord, the fruit that he's still bearing, Father, for going through in the right way. And I pray, Lord, that as we go through our trials, let us know that, um, Father, it's just not about our life, it's about so many other people about reaching people, but most of all, Lord, it's about our walk with you. And help us all, Lord, I pray, uh, to get on that right page. In Jesus' name, amen. And Job's wife said, dost thou still retain thine integrity? Job had some integrity, and it wasn't really tested until the trials come. Now, the Bible says, if thou faint in the day of adversity, then what? What does the Bible say? Thy strength is small. Good, right. That strength is small. And you don't know how strong somebody is until that one trial comes. And the devil, he's good at attacking. He knows mankind, uh, and we're all the same. Uh, We we all go through the same battles, and there's not much that uh, the devil doesn't know about mankind, amen? And I'll tell you what, God knows everything about us, though. He is our creator. He's our designer. He's the one who formed and fashioned us in the womb. And nobody knows you like God does. Amen. But Satan can't read your mind, Satan can't uh, tell the future. Amen. Uh, Satan is, is not God. Uh, he's limited by God's will and God's hand of, of protection on your life. He said, What about those uh, fortune tellers and psychics and all? They, they are powerless. They are powerless. Uh, there is no one greater than the Holy Spirit of God, amen? And if you, want, if you want to predict the future or anything, I'm going to tell you this. Jesus wins in the end, and he's already won. And I can read to you the book of Revelation and let you know what the future is. So I am a future, in, uh, or, or I can tell the future just by reading the Bible, and I will tell you that it will happen, amen? The rapture will happen. I can tell the future. Amen? The rapture will happen. Uh, But some things we can discern what will happen. If you start putting your hand into things God warns us about, you know the end thereof. If you start walking on a certain path, uh, then you know you're going to fall. If you start dabbing into some sins, you know the result of it. And you don't have to be a psychic or a fortune teller to tell uh, that the Bible says um, the prudent man, he foreseeth the evil and he hides himself, but the simple, they pass on and are punished. Uh, but somebody has the, some biblical wisdom and is able to see in the Word of God, uh, they're able to avoid some dangers and pitfalls ahead. And that's what Job was all about. And that's why Job had such integrity. Now, he didn't have the Word of God uh, like we have today, but he had the words of God. God. Uh, was with him. God spoke to him. He might have had not had the, the actual written book of the word of God, but this wasn't uh, about that, amen? The book of Job was before Job. I believe that. You don't need history to interpret the word of God. The, uh, God's word interprets history, amen? Uh, because God's word interprets also the future. God's word interpreted all creation and all that we know. You don't need science to interpret God's word. In the, in the uh, classrooms, they say that uh, the sun is a star. My Bible says it's not, so I don't believe it is. The Bible says God made the sun and the moon, and then he made the stars. And that's, that's what it is. And I don't care who says it's a star. My Bible says different. The sun is a sun. And my kids have a Christian curriculum and I'll say, listen, that, that's fine. Make sure you put it that it's a star on the test so you don't get it wrong. But I want you to know what the Bible says, that it is the sun, period. Amen. And that's how I look at God's word. God's word is master of everything. The Bible says that he magnifies his word above his own name. And we ought to believe God. If, if you don't believe anything, just believe God's word. That's your foundation. If you have doubts about God's word, then you have nothing to go on. You have no foundation. Because God's word is the only thing that's never going to change. But Job had some integrity about him. He had an integrity about him, and his wife knew it. Many times, Job's integrity is what kept her together when they were going through uncertain times. But it's not just about the husband's integrity. Women, you got to have integrity too. There's times my wife keeps me together uh, with just her simple uh, wife's touch or her motherly touch. And you could be the strongest man in the world, but the strongest men in the world uh, love their moms. Amen? And you could be the strongest man in the world. You could be compared to a big old bulldozer, but I promise you, your wife is the driver of it. Amen. She gets in there and she just and, and if she can handle it right, then she'll be a good operator. Amen. And she can use. And listen, men, men uh, want um, to have a loving wife right by their side. And uh, I wish sometimes my wife would would uh, put her wifely touch and, and just crack the whip on my back and it'll get me moving again. Amen. Not in a in a, a fearsome way, but a loving way that God designed in her to keep us going. And there's integrity that God instills in all of us uh, to to keep us going, to keep us uh, the marriages together and to keep the, the families in order. And you ought not to give that up. That's called God's grace. God gives you extra special grace in times. But sometimes we just let it go. We allow the devil to come in and steal the small strengths that keep us together, acting as if it's not a big deal, acting as if um, it's always going to be there, but sometimes we'll find out and it's gone. And what kept you together, you thought it was you, but in reality it was God's hand. uh, Keeping you together, keeping your marriage firm, keeping your prayer life firm, keeping your walk with God firm, keeping your kids uh, together. And then they get older and you start going through those teenage years and, and and you don't know what to do. It was God's grace that kept you up to that point. But what did you do with that integrity God allowed you to have? And when the trials come, you found out the weakest link and you found out what broke. That integrity is that inner strength, the, the completeness of you and who you are and your mind and and. It, It's like an unbroken state of your spirit, of your heart, of your mind. It's what is able, uh, ables you to get through those trials. But if you faint in a day of adversity, you know your strength is small. And God allows these little trials to come your way so that you can see your weaknesses and be able to do something about them. One thing we see here, Job didn't collapse. He had some integrity. Job's wife said, "Dost Thou still retain it? Uh, We lost our kids. We lost everything. What's the purpose now of living? He responds to her, Listen, you you speak as, as one of them foolish women speaks. This is not you. This is not the wife I married. It wasn't her. So you know that Job's wife, she had integrity, but this is when she really needed her husband most. And Job was there for her, amen? And later on, God blessed them again. God blessed them with with, with uh, family and children and, and uh, as a husband and wife, and they got moving again uh, for the Lord and because it's not over, amen, till the end. And Job wasn't, th- or God wasn't through with them. One thing I want to point out here, we need to, Keep our integrity. Keep our integrity. Watch out for it. Job had some good friends. If you read about Job's friends, you're going to be uncertain what's going on. But Job's friends were godly friends. You need to surround yourself with good, godly people. Job's integrity was one of the reasons why he had that integrity is because he surrounded himself with good, godly people. Now, living in Philadelphia, I can say, okay, well, I don't, I don't uh, hang out with ungodly people, but do I hang out with godly people? Just because you don't hang out with ungodly people doesn't create that integrity. You need to be around godly people. You need to have godly friends. You can't isolate yourself. You're not a Lone Ranger. You need godly friends. Women, you need godly women in your lives to help you with your depression, to help you with your anxiety, to help you when you need it most. You, need, you don't need um, a counselor or, or a uh, psychiatrist or anything. You need good godly women that will pray for you, that will go to the throne of grace to pray for you, to help you. Get godly friends. Uh, Job was there for his friends, and when uh, Job was in this mess, his friends were there for him. He said, well, they weren't really there for him. They were a grief to him. No, it's what Job needed. I believe that. And sometimes you don't want to hear or you don't want to go through your trials, but God allowed all this to happen. And Job needed it. It, it distracted him from what everything that was going on, and, and uh, it, it helped him get through the end. And God Used his friends to teach Job a lesson. But get godly friends. Get godly friends in your life. Have a godly friend. Do you have a godly friend? Do you have a friend that you can uh, call and pray with? Do you have a friend? Um, make somebody in a church. Make them your friend. And be a friend and have a friend. You're going to need godly friends. Protect your integrity, number two. Look at Job 31. Job 31, the Bible says in verse one, Job said, I've made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? He's talking about in this chapter, the flesh and keeping himself unspotted from this world, amen, and keeping himself from sin. Some of our integrity, listen, our integrity will go out the window quick if we live in the flesh. Now, this is what Job and most men, uh, if you're a man, you're gonna struggle with uh, women. And you gotta keep yourself. And how Job said, listen, I'm not even gonna look. I'm not even gonna look. Every time... Uh, uh, I'm attracted to to somebody other than my wife, I'm going to turn my head. And he made a covenant with his eyes, a treaty, a pact, that I'm not going to do it. And this allowed him to keep his integrity. you got to protect your integrity. You might have it now, but it can surely go out the window quick. And when you need it most is when you're going to find out you don't have it. Or when did I lose it? I lost it back then. I lost it when I fell into this. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Find out what your weakest links are and get them strengthened. You will have weak links, but they can be strengthened by the grace of God. God, I need need your help. Paul sought the Lord three times for something. But God says, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in your weakness, he said. For when I am weak, then I'm strong. Amen? God's strength will be made perfect in our weakness. Find what you're weak in. Say, I'm weak at everything. Amen, you're going to be strong then. You need to depend on the Lord more. The devil knows what you're weak in. He will attack it. The devil doesn't care about if you fall or not. The Bible just calls him the tempter. He's just going to tempt you. He'll tempt you at everything. Whether you fall or not, whether you care for it or not, he's still going to try to tempt you because he's just a tempter. He tempts. He tempts whether you are going to fall, whether you're not going to fall. He's still going to just tempt because he is the tempter. Protect your integrity. You don't need to uh, find out how weak you are. When the battle comes, it's time to strengthen yourself now before the battle comes. Job knew that his integrity was to keep him walking with the Lord. If you see who his friends are, if you see why uh, he protected his integrity, if you read the book of Job, it was all about walking with the Lord. He said, though worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh I shall see God. Amen? God uh, was uh, everything to Job. His wife said, do you still retain that integrity? She said, curse God and die. It's over. He said, it's not over. It's not over. I can lose my money. I lost my kids. I lost everything. But I didn't lose God. Amen. And Job, he did what he had to do. He sat in the ashes. He got himself a piece of pot shirt as a broken piece of pottery. And he just scraped his skin uh, from head to toe to alleviate the pain. He said, that's crazy. Well, what's the alternative? What is the alternative? Do what you have to do. Job made a covenant with his eyes. Whatever it is, do what you have to do to keep moving for God. You have everything supplied. You have mercy you need when you fall. You have forgiveness. You say, God, if I have um, if you promise me you'll provide for me, I'll, I'll serve you. Oh, he has. Matthew chapter six. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God, if you promise me a forgiveness, I've done some terrible things. Oh, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. God, if you, if you promise me your love, I'll give you my all. I'll give you everything. God is our all in all. He is everything you need, and he will provide everything. Integrity is not to waste sitting on the couch. Some of us struggle. Listen, whatever the case may be, um, if you have to get rid of your computer, you throw it out the window. Whatever it is, why, why settle as... As if you are bound to things on this earth. Don't allow yourself to succumb to a a person with no integrity. Do what you have to do to walk with the Lord and be prepared for when the time comes. Go to Job 13. Job 13, verse 15, he says, chapter 13, verse 15, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. Don't lose grasp on your walk with God. Job's life revolved around his walk with the Lord. And there was times he didn't understand what was going on, obviously, but he maintained his ways before God. He didn't move. He didn't falter. And you read Job, you're going to find out. Uh, He asked God, please don't bring back the sins of my youth. Don't remind me of all that. There's times Job wasn't a perfect man. And we don't know his downfalls. But one thing I do know, um, all the way up to Job chapter 40, when the Lord steps in, the Bible rebukes Job. The word of God rebukes Job of his self-righteousness. Something more that God had to deal with Job with. Amen. God used this trial of affliction for Job, not only to purify him, to bring out more dross out of his life. How about self-righteousness? Job never knew he had that. He thought he was all right. He thought everything he was doing was right. And it was nothing but self-righteousness. And the Bible, in the end, uh, Job's rebuking his friends. God says, Job, I want to teach you some mercy. I want to teach you some uh, forgiveness. I want to teach you some charity, some love for others. Amen. I want you to pray for your friends. He was all bittered up against them. But the Bible says when Job prayed for his friends, that's when God turned the captivity around on Job. You know, forgiving others, loving others. If there's somebody you're bitter against, if there's somebody you're unforgiving uh, with, listen, you need to get it right with them. The Bible says just leave the gift at the altar. God don't care about anything you have to give him. Go make right with your brother and then come back at the altar and make right with God. Amen? Because how can you um, have odds with somebody here on earth and be right with God whom you've never seen? How can you not work out a relationship with somebody you have seen and expect to work out things with God whom you've not seen? It's true, you can't. Protect yourself, protect your integrity, protect your relationship with others protect your walk with God though he slay me yet will i trust in him but i will maintain mine own ways before him job had some heart about him and that's why he had integrity job's integrity was for his wife when she needed it most job his integrity was for his children but one thing I want to point out, and we're going to close. Job didn't live for himself. it wasn't all about himself. And Job is reaching us. His life is reaching us even today. The amount of lives you can impact by giving your heart and life to God, you have no idea. Remember the... the uh, Mary, who who washed Jesus's feet with her hair, and her tears, and um, poured the alabaster box of oil on his head, very valuable. Remember that. Jesus said, "This woman, wherever the gospels preached, she shall be preached with it." Meaning. She's going down in the word of God. Wow. Why? Because she just made a simple sacrifice from the heart, just loving God and giving all she had for his honor and glory. And the legacy and life and testimony of that lady who had a wretched life was blessed And made pure by the hand of God. And is still reaching lives today. And how much more you can be used by God. In people that are alive around you. In your family. The Bible says Job prayed and made sacrifices for his kids. Because he knew their their heart wasn't for God. Job's prayer life for his family, protected the entire family. You think your prayers aren't being heard? You think your walk of God is, is ineffective? You have no idea. It may be holding up everybody around you. Devil just is attacking you and wants you to give up. But retain your integrity. Although it may not feel like you have any left, it's because it's under strain. And it'll only break at the weakest link. You're being attacked and you're finding weak links, maintain them, patch them, repair them, get them fixed before something harder comes your way that you're not able to bear. Get your integrity in order. Because the people around you need you, your family needs you, your friends need you, and the Lord wants to use you in a great and mighty way. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to even have integrity, Lord, and have some strength. And none of it is, Lord, uh, about us or from you, Lord, it's, it's all from you, I mean, Lord, and um, I pray, O oh God, that you'll continue to just give us grace and strengthen us, Lord, in all we do and, and help us in, in our state, Lord. If, if we're struggling with things, Father, know that the devil, he's always about to attack and um, he wants us to give up and give in. Lord, let us examine ourselves and strengthen ourselves, Lord, that when the time comes and when we're truly under severe attack, Father, we'll be able to stand in this evil day. Lord, help us to remember the armor of God, um, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and the shield of faith, and Lord, the whole armor of God. I pray, Lord, that you'll um, remind us of that. Remind us, Lord, that we could pray, Father, and ask for your help. Father, to send some angels down and, and guard us about. Lord, remind us that uh, you are on our side, and remind us, Lord, that there is a reward if we endure temptation. For when we are tried, Lord, we shall come forth as a gold. Lord, I pray you'll help and bless, strengthen us. and Thank you for all the moms and dads. Thank you for husbands and wives. I pray, Lord, you'll give them special grace and strength. And, Lord, uh, we need them, and we need them to stand strong in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's all stand We need some integrity tonight We need some integrity We're going to sing 300 We need some integrity If you want to come down and pray for some integrity Ask God For that strength A sober mind Some grace in the heart Have thine own way, Lord Have thine own way, Lord Have thine own way Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yield it and still. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Search me and try me, Master, today. Wider than snow, Lord, wash me just now. As in thy presence, humbly I bow. Have I no way, Lord? Have thine own way, wounded and weary. Help me, I pray, power, all power, surely is thine. Touch me and heal me, Savior divine, amen. God bless us. We need some integrity, amen? Watch out for the devil's attacks. And uh, we have some food downstairs. Thank you, Brother Paul. And uh, thank you for everybody, uh, Dana, Johnny, and um, no, okay. Uh, Mrs. Moskal, to you bring some food? Whoever brought food, I'm not sure, uh, but thank you, everybody, uh, for bringing the stuff and, and uh, whatever's down there, amen. Uh, we're gonna pray for our food. Brother Tom, would you close us out and pray and ask God's blessing on the food. Bless, pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for tonight's message. I pray you help us to remember it, put it in our hearts, and, and chew on it during the week, Father. Lord, I pray, thank you for the hands that prepared the food. Bless the food to our bodies. Bless the fellowship. In Jesus' name, amen.